Two peas, Two and, peas a and a bong. Two peas and a bong. Two peas, Two and, peas a bong. and a bong. Two peas and a bong. Dope and I'm blowing smoke with two peas in the bong. All right, y'all. Two peas in the bong in the building again. It's your boy DP. Your boy KP. And Negro Jesus Cristo. Popping on his bong. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. All right, y'all. Uh cool change of pace this episode. Um, we got a dope MC in the building with us today. The name speaks for itself. She's dope. Amen. Out of Detroit, Michigan. Kayla, a.k.a. She's Dope. So she's dope in the building with us today. You better preach. Um, there we go. There we go. You know what? You know what? I'll, we might as well just go on and hand it off to you Listen. right now. Let, Y'all better let the, preach. Let, let, the, let the folks know a little bit about yourself give us a little background about in the building well i'm in the building but i'm in the house we you know you know how that go so i want to start by saying my name is kayla for those of y'all who don't know me i go by the name she's dope i have six siblings just to give you guys a little background i have six six siblings i have a twin five sisters and one brother i grew up in a household where drug abuse physical abuse was something that I grew to be familiar with early on, unfortunately. But fortunately, I was able to take those things, that the trials and tribulations I've overcome, and incorporate that into my music, which is why I gave myself the name Dope. The three is only there for copywriting purposes because I couldn't use Dope. Okay. All so right, it's, we... she's dope. Every time somebody hey. hear me, they say she's dope. So it's only, it's, it's only fitting. It's only right. It's, it's only, only right. right. It's only right. Hey, and, and Kayla, born and raised in Detroit, right? Nope. I was born in, um, my family is from Inkster, so I was born out there, but I was raised in, in Detroit. We moved to Detroit when I was, what, going to, what, fifth grade. So you mentioned, like, um, you know, the way you grew up, your household and everything kind of fueled what's my, in your music. My music, exactly. What What would you say introduced you to um just the rap game in the music industry? I grew up listening to rap, but my first love was basketball, to be honest with you. Uh-oh. Um, but it came a time in basketball, yeah, yeah, get at me. They say, they say all the hoopers want to be rappers, you know, you and all the rappers want to be hoopers. <laughs> Listen, look, I'm good, though. I'm dope. I'm dope, and you can't even take it, nah. <laughs> that, look, that's, that's very true. <laughs> but, um... I started playing basketball. That was my way to express myself. Like I said, I'm an introvert. So I was an introverted kid, which meant I didn't express myself a lot. It was hard to be expressive. So um, once things started to get a little too serious for me with the basketball, I felt like I needed another outlet. So I would write. I started out actually writing poems. And that then turned into me, me rapping, me turning into rapping. I didn't decide to take... um rapping seriously though until 2016 that is when i decided that that was something that i definitely wanted to pursue something that i felt i had a purpose with okay now can i ask one thing with as far as the basketball goes how far did you go with with basketball did you play in junior high high school i played junior high i played high school i was point guard handles crazy um i wasn't a big scorer because i because I was so introverted, I was shy. So like big crowds and stuff like that, I was not into that. It would make me nervous. But um, yeah, I played basketball through high school. I was gonna actually take it to college, but then 
I, I decided to cook mm. instead. Okay. Different way to be creative. I'm just I'm just a creative person. Okay. Okay. So basketball is like competitive. Sports are competitive, and mm-hmm. I think that kind of you could say the same thing happens with MCs. Like there's jousting with 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 rapping and who has right. the best lyrics and all right. that kind of stuff. Do you feel yep. like your drive from basketball, you translated that to what you do in hip hop? Absolutely. That, that probably, I'm definitely that person that'd be like, I'm up for a challenge. What's up? So, yeah, I think that that definitely was a, a part of what drove, drove me to hmm. do that. The challenge. Okay. So uh, she's dope. I got a couple questions for you. Yes. Who are your top influences in the rap game? My top influences in the rap game, I want to say in the industry. Okay. My top influences, for sure. I'm going to go top three. Tupac, for sure. Erica Badu and Missy mm. Elliott. And I love all of them for different th- different things. Missy, she a beast when it comes to just being creative as a person. Everything. Style. Lyrics. Writing. Would she do it all? Dancing. Singing. Tupac. Humanitarian. He was a, a person growing up. I didn't have a lot of representation. I was a, a brown-skinned girl. He was a person that made me feel beautiful to be black. Hmm. You know, he pushed our culture and made us feel good that we were black. Um, Erica Badu, spiritually, goes. She just seemed like she's just so zen. Hmm. <laughs> so in yeah. tune with herself, for real, I think. That's what I love about her. She was lacing me up to some stuff, what? 20 years ago that I'm just now getting mm. on lacing me early. So yeah, those my top um, influences. Yeah. All three of those are, are uh, game changers. I would say For like real. when they came in the industry, Change. it was something different. Yeah. Like, and their influence is still there. Even if they wouldn't put another record out, exactly. like you said, dead yeah. or alive before Tupac influences. Yes. Missing is not as active as she was before with, Putting out the music, influence is still there. Exactly. And same like, thing with Erica Badu. Yep. And I wanna that's that's what influenced me. Like, I wanna be able to make music that can withstand the test of time. Hmm. How long ago did Tupac make Dear Mama and we still rocking that? You feel me? Like music like that. That is what I wanna make. Twenty years from now, it's still relevant. Okay. And then so then uh collaborations. What would be your dream collaboration? Which artist and why? Which artist? I have no specific artist that I would want to do a collaboration mm. with. Like, you know how um, Ladies Night with Lil' Kim yeah. and them? Mm-hmm. I would love to do something like that, just with a lot of women. It's not just one specific woman. Okay, give me, give me, give me a five ladies night panel. Five then. ladies night, all right. And we go, we gonna sing this song for you. Too. This is ladies, ladies night. I would love to do that. Yeah. Get, okay, not, give us, not. give us five, give us five. Get panel of five then. Let me see. I will go with Queen Latifah. Still got it. I'm going okay. with her. Um, I want to go with Missy. I would do Dreezy. She no artist, but she dope. Um, you got two more. I'm going to go with somebody from my city. I'm Because I know she a flow on it. Rocky B. Have you ever heard of Rocky I have, B? I we have not, but I will definitely be looking her up. Yeah. And Rhapsody. Oh, she be. Oh, Rhapsody. listen. She, yeah. She hold her own. Yeah. So, yeah, that'll be a nice. That'll be. That'll be. A dope little balance. Okay, and then you in there, so you round off the super six in that we for that panel, six. right? Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Ooh, that'll be cold. Look, let me speak that into existence. That that's gonna happen. <laughs> that's gonna you happen. Did, you did. On some other shit, I fuck with Dage Loaf too. I oh, think she'll be a look. look. What? I ain't yeah, even thinking. Yeah, you yeah, already listen. Dage hop on it. <laughs> Put the smoothness <laughs> on it. Yeah. Come on. Dage up top. I don't know why I ain't say Dage. Yeah, yeah. For real, for real. Um, nah, that's a cool, that's a cool um ladies collaboration. Yeah. So so I'm gonna transition into this. Um obviously rap or hip hop in general is a uh, male dominated industry. Um so how do you handle being a woman in a male dominated industry? Uh, such as rap. I handle it well because I'm dope. <laughs> nah, on a more serious note, um, I think I handle it well because for one, I like a challenge, like I said before. And because I came into it knowing my direction and having a goal and having a purpose, knowing what I wanted to do. 
I think that I'm good. But if I was to come into it not knowing who I am for certain, I think that the biggest problem would be outside noise. Like people not accepting you for what you are. Because with women, it's like you can't, damn if I do, damn if I don't. If I'm not sexual enough, they want you to be more sexy. If I'm not, you know, it's, it's just you can't please everybody. So you just have to have a strong mind mentality. And I feel like that's the biggest thing, knowing who you are. I agree with you. Without without going too far into where we're going to go with the, with the rest of the show, I'd say that um, that female rappers, they try and put them in a box. Absolutely. And, um, and just, you know, that's just the, on the rap side. You know, they try and put them in a box and basically give them a category that they can that they can be in. You know, and I, I, I notice it's the same thing with um, at least for black entertainers when it comes to like comedy. Like they want female comedians to do just like a certain like you have a certain type of um, female comedian and they all kind of fit into the same box. Whereas with the men, they give them a chance to be individuals and you can kind of have your own style. You can have. Yeah. 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 So, you know, I think that that's like um, one of the biggest stigmas, you know, that we face in uh, the entertainment industry and shit, honestly, in um, in corporate America, too, you know, where with 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 women in general. So now I appreciate your, you know, your take on it. And, um, you know, it's just a, you know, Man, you gotta it's navigate. Sticky. You gotta navigate that shit. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's sticky because it's 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 almost like we can't even be in the box because it's like the industry makes it to where we can barely coexist. Like it's almost like one female come out and you gotta pick a side. You gotta choose who you want to support when it comes to women. And I feel like that's not fair. Right. So then, how does how does that how hard does that make it for you to like stay true to what you? are who and what you believe in you know what i'm saying like how how hard does the the industry constraints and the box and all that shit how hard does it make it for you to be like this is what i do this is who i am and i'm writing this out oh it's so simple it's so simple i'm just so sure about me because i came into it feeling like i'm going to do what i love and everything else is going to fall in line point blank period it's nothing it's not nothing else to be said i'm going to be who i am it's either you're going to take it or leave it. I'm not going to change who I am to please anybody. To me, that's a soul soul. I can't do mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I cannot do that. I, I'm, I do music for me because it makes me happy. It makes me feel good. That's mainly why I do it. I won't say I, I, that, is the, that is the only reason I do it, but that's mainly why I do it. It makes me happy. It gets me through. And if you happen to fuck with it, I'm happy. I thank you for that. Thank you for listening. And if you don't, that's fine. Yeah. In the words of my son, General, soul not for sale. I dig it. So I she's dig it. I love that. I yep. love that. So I'm one of them. I, I yep. Is that's what it is? She's dope, and that's that's that. I'm just dope. I'm just me. What what type of artist would you say that you are? What's your style for the listening? People ask me that all the time. I'm still figuring myself out. I'm I really am. I just I love music. I'm just a student of music. Period. So I don't I don't know what, where I'm going, but. However I express it, I express it. Because, you know, I've listened to, you know, three of your songs. And all three of those songs, it was it a different totally style. Different. Yeah, different style. But I'm yeah. saying, my, my favorite one, for anyone that's listening, uh, you know, go check out Run It. <laughs> Let them know. She's spitting that fire. She <laughs> <laughs> is. Because she's spitting that fire. She is the mother of dragons. Daenerys Targaryen, Targaryen, yeah. Went, Y'all know what time it is. And and when you're spitting that fire, and and I just want to say this because you know I appreciate you know how you are. Um, I'm gonna say some of your lyrics if you don't mind. You, I do not mind. Look, my dog. <laughs> you did. You did. Yes. <laughs> All my niggas be rocking and rolling. You would think we was in a band. We cracking the code like a scam. I'm never with bitches. We queening. That's part of the brand. So she's telling y'all already how she, you know, her get down. That's how I'm coming. Look. Pretty women with morals. Who fucking with us? Gotta be rhetorical. I'm in my own lane. Play my own games. Pay attention when I'm showing you. My flow is heavy. They can't regulate it. I've been meditating, being elevated. You hear me? She's ripping that. She's ripping that. Nah. Listen, I ain't even. And he it. just talked it. Yeah. 
<laughs> he just right, talking right, it. Right, right. I think I think you've been referred to as a queen's representative. Am I am I right on that? <laughs> yes, you are right. You are so right. <laughs> you know something. That is so true. I like to think that because I have to remind people, like the people like where I'm from, that just because you've dropped your crown or you've been through some shit, that does not mean you are not a queen. Pick it up, put it back on, and continue on. It's not the end of the road for you. It is not the end. So I feel like I'm an example of that. I've been through things. I've seen things. I'm not perfect. I've never been. I don't want to be. That does not take away from the fact that I'm still queening. That shit is actually... That shit translating any walk of life. You feel so, me? So, kids, men, women, exactly. like yo, exactly. like you get on some, you get knocked off your, you know, you get knocked off your shit, you know, just dust yourself off and and, and get back on. Yep, I had to put a message out there uh, today on social media like that. Like, listen, it was just on me. Like, you can't give up on yourself. You just can't. Like, I remember being in a space where I'm like, I don't know how I'm about to just be somebody or make something of myself. Just feeling like I've done too much or I went through too much, but it's not true. It's never too late. True. It's never too late to recognize who you are. So we had uh we had KP throw out some of your lyrics to uh the song Run It. I love it. So folks, folks out there, go ahead and check that out. But yes. uh, but you got a recent one that just dropped um called Golden. Yep, that was my baby. So um all right, let's let's go ahead. You know who better to say it than you? So let's go ahead and, and play a little snippet for the folks. Please, out here. let's play golden. With a queen, with a goddess, fucking no time to be modest, ducking all eyes, but they coming, something high, climb from that bottom, huh? Something in me won't let me lose the soul that they envy so much. Keep going harder, I'm never gonna slow up. I've been at my lowest, I only can go up from here. Thanks for making that clear. All praise to the most, I tell the universe that I hear. And I'ma listen, I've been on a mission, encouraged to get everything that I said. It's my daily bread, I stand on my word, it's put on it next to the memories dead. And I mean that, feel like Harriet, the way I'm breaking free. It's only right that I open your eyes to all the shit y'all couldn't see. Who would I be if I didn't lead the way? And if I sat and pacified you with, it's all gonna be okay. Swear to God, it's on my life that we gon' fight it to the grave. Funny how they kick us down and think we gon' forget the pain. Bet you don't forget my name. This some dope shit, I'm no Moses, I was chosen. Just a black girl from the trenches, rocking the crown that's bring me close. That shit go. Hey, that shit is Look, yeah. go because oh. you go and you go and you go. Yeah, that shit is dope. That beat hard. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know what? I need to shout out my producer Knox. He rocked that mug too. Yes. So yeah. Right, shout, out, shout, out to Knox. shout out Knox. Shout out Knox. Knoxville. Y'all, y'all need beats. Want- Hit up Knox. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, he he the guy. I'm hey, wait, matter of fact, all of that, matter all of fact, look, I'm gonna ask you where where we could find Knox, but I'm gonna also uh, take this opportunity to let you tell the folks where they can find you, social media, all your handles, and all that kind of stuff. My social media accounts, you can find me on all platforms. I go by the name She's Dope, spelled S-H-E-S-D-O-P-3. Instagram is gonna be underscore. In front and behind. Okay. And Knox, where can we find Knox? You have Knoxville. His... He's gonna be on Instagram, and his Insta is his name is Olympic Knox. So O L Y M P I C K underscore K N O X Knoxville. Okay. He go crazy. Cool. cool, cool, cool. That's my dog. Now, now as far as um Golden, the song Golden, y'all. That's what that snippet was just from. Is the song Golden? What was your inspiration? behind that just feeling empowered by my people and you know what i was watching um something about how gold is made and i thought about us as a culture how um when the pressure is on like it's so many things that was built to break us and it was just my way of using us as a people as a metaphor like go for gold so that's where the inspiration came from just feeling like i wanted to motivate my people in a cool way Let's take the kid gloves off, though. If you did. Right. right. <laughs> God, I, just, I just threw them gloves off. All right, we're going to go right in it. So, you know, you being a certain way as far as the way that you rap, and you're talking about being a queen, mm-hmm. and you're talking about positivity, mm-hmm. tell us how you feel about this song, WAP. How do I feel about it? Um, I'm actually surprised that it's caused that much uh, controversy. Um, I like to think that life is about balance. Like... I respect the little Kims and, you know, people that Trina, 
I respect those people. I don't feel like they're not queens because they're sexual. It's not for me personally, but it doesn't mean it's something that I need to shit on because it's not for me. So that's how I feel about it. I think that it's hard for people to identify when something is just not for them. So they feel the need to just disrespect it. I understand why they would uh, come together and collab like that as a, um, from a business standpoint, though. I definitely do. Okay, I actually, um, I'm I'm a tap in first and say I actually agree with that mm-hmm. um I think there is an audience for everything and I exactly. said this before mm-hmm. there's an audience for all kind of shit exactly. that's why you got different genres of this and that you know whether it's movies music whatever I just don't have to buy into that shit mm-hmm. you know you could be on something and be you know that could be your shit it just don't have to be mine you exactly. know what I'm saying and, and again I'm not knocking those ladies exactly they can do what they want to do you know what I'm saying? I'm sure it appeals to a lot of folks. I'll just bring this element into the game is that I got a 13 year old daughter and I don't want her, you know, I don't want that to be her anthem. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? That's just, that's just me I from that. a father's standpoint. So, I, but, I definitely understand. But go on and wop, wop, wop and do everything you got to do if you want to use your wet ass <laughs> pussy that? to, you know, get you. I'm like, do you know, that. To, you feel me? To rock some brains and mess with some dudes and get what you want or whatever, to, you know, do, do your thing. Exactly. Do you? That's how I feel about it. I feel the same way. Here's the here's my issue with it though. Cause I do believe that there's an audience for it. Mm-hmm. But and I believe there's some wet ass pussies out there too. But right. I I believe that there isn't an audience as well, that there's an audience that shouldn't be listening to it and shouldn't be exposed to it, but they are. And that's that's where it's to this. And that's where I think the problem lies. It's it's it gets sticky. That's where it gets sticky because it's like I agree with you. It's not something that I would want to walk in on my nieces and nephews listening to. It's not. But that's where the parenting comes in. But like you said, like regardless, it's a possibility that they get exposed to that regardless of how they are brought up. So it's like it's more I feel like it still goes back to parenting because you still want to instill certain things into your children. Because I grew up and I ain't gonna lie. I've listened to Trina growing up, but I still knew took that knew to take that as an example. Like just because she's doing that doesn't mean it has to be me. So I feel like um, when you teach your children, just be who you are. You don't have just because something looks cool. You don't have to take to it, whatever the case may be. I think that it needs to be a conversation between the parent and the child. I re- I respect that. Yeah, yeah. and no, the time say- that we in, like it got it should be like a lot of conversations that could be uncomfortable for parents and children, but that needs to be had. Yeah, and I was gonna say too, and then you know anybody else jump in after this. I was gonna say you made a good point because it's actually unrealistic for you to think that you're going to see your child's every move and right. be on everything that they do i mean think about your two-year-old pulling all the toilet paper out of the bathroom were you there when they were doing that dropping eggs on the floor mm-hmm. you know spreading flour and sugar all over the kitchen you weren't you they did that and you didn't see them right. just imagine when they're teenagers what they can do and you ain't gonna see all of that shit so you gotta have those talks just imagine like if they're not exposed to certain things that makes you uncomfortable as a parent, they grow up and pro- and try to do those things anyway. Right. They want they grow curious about those things because they're not exposed to those things. So it's 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 a sticky situation for a parent for sure. For sure. So, I, let me let me let me chime in as a I guess the the only fan of the song in the in the in the <laughs> in the <laughs> on the episode. But listen, man, I'm gonna put it to you like this. The she tip jumps sick. off. It comes in. It comes in. There's some holes in this house. There's some listen, holes in this listen. house. <laughs> listen. I, I want to put this out there before you even finish. Hey, the song is cool. The, the, I'm not going to listen. The it's cool. Like the structure, the creativity Production. they came with. I, how yeah. can you knock it? Like, bruh. I yeah. can't knock. Yeah. You, can't, you can't knock it. Like, right. Exactly. We, we, so like, players club? Come on now. You can't even really yeah, 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 yeah. So I was like, wow, like as soon as I hear it come in, I'm like, oh, they they came with the that's the that's the intro. Okay, like, okay. Really? <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, okay, I'm already I'm already vibing to it, you know, like I'm already vibing to it. 
think I heard it on like uh, XM radio or something, right? On like one of the hip hop stations. So then Cardi B come in and, you know, she got a real loud presence. So when Cardi B start rapping, it's like, oh, okay, you know, Cardi B rapping. And, you know, like she's saying vulgar shit, but, you know, it's creative. You know, like she's, she's, she's going in yes. and yo, like I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the, I'm a I'm a fan of the song, you know, and you know people may not know, but um, I'm a strip club advocate, so you know I'm the first thing coming to my mind. It's gonna go crazy in the club. Yeah, if we wasn't on if we wasn't on lockdown for the for the Rona, this would be the if you, you walking wrong. into a strip club. Oh, yes, if you walk into a strip club right now, you need to hear that as you come in through the through the red velvet cloth. You're not lying, though. <laughs> you ain't lying. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> Oh, with the dollars in your hands, you come in. And <laughs> hey, he already throwing it in the air when he's stepping in. The song right. got him on one. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. He coming in singing it. Holes in his house. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Like, um, you know, it just it just has a it has a theme, and, and, and like yes. I, I'm feeling it. The, the the only issue is that the way we we receive music now is so different than how you received it 20 years ago, 30 years ago. Right. Because I've, I've had conversations about this and I've had to tell people like anybody that's going to hate on this shit. I was, I was in what? Sixth grade. Sing when um, as, when Snoop Dogg highly anticipated uh, Doggy Style, yeah. Doggy Style came out, and he had four songs went straight to radio, right? Until until Get Rich or Die Trying came out, Snoop Dogg's Doggy Style album was the most anticipated rap album ever in history. Like lines around the corner. That's when people were still lining up to buy CDs. Mm-hmm. And I had one of the homies. I'm in sixth grade. I had one of the homies burn me. Um, uh, or you know, that's I think we was doing tapes yeah, yeah, back then. Yeah, so he sets. He recorded me to uh he recorded me to tape or it might have been a CD or I can't remember but and I'm in sixth grade I'm listening to the whole Doggy Style album so even though it wasn't coming straight to radio nigga I want to get my hands on I got my hands on it mm-hmm. right. so like as a kid I'm in sixth grade and he was you know singing ain't no fun if the homies can't have none so <laughs> like, like bro this, and this is what yeah, we vibing like, to like exactly I tell people right now if you go to the club right in any club in any any club in the, in America. If you're in the South, if you're in the West, if you're in the middle of America and ain't no fun if the homies can't come, if the homies can't have none comes on, everybody in the club can sing that shit word for word for word. And that comes from 20 years of constantly listening to ain't no fun if the homies can't have none. So like why all of a sudden now that we got two chicks that's expressing themselves, do we all of a sudden like, oh, yeah, y'all doing social media. That's why. Let me say this too. Yeah. One of the things you said, though, is accessibility. You had to go to your boy and he had to burn a tape for you and do all of this shit. Then you had it in your hands, right? But it was just as easy though, DP. Uh, uh, right. But it's but, but it's even easier now though, is what I'm saying. It I, ain't yeah. it ain't really it ain't really like you gotta go do all of that stuff. These kids could get it on TikTok and IG and all of that shit. It you the regular radio, it don't matter. Everywhere you turn around, they can get to it. Let me easily. Ask, let me ask you. And they're more tech technologically savvy than we was, because this is what they do. Let me ask you a question, Ubong. Ain't no fun if the homies can't have none. Did that have a video? Uh, no, it did not. Not right away. The video to WAP is even more over the top than the lyrics. You have the lyrics and a visual to go with it. So this is a lot more different than the songs that were, you know, uncensored back in the day. Right. So much all this technology involved. It's so much controversy behind it too, because it's like you when uh the song with uh Snoop Dogg album dropped twenty years ago, you could not just pick up your phone and say what you thought about it on the internet. I feel like the internet is just making it to where everybody can just give their opinion, like with no accountability. You just spewing out shit. You listen to the song one time and you hate it and you just putting it out there. Like it's just so much I don't know. It's it's bigger because it's, it's so many people giving their opinions on this platform. Yeah. And and I, I'm going to just say, I'm going to say this, like, I'm going to be clear, like the production, the song, the whole makeup of it is cool. They're flowing. Like it's, oh. it's, a, I, I, it's cool. The song, you can't, you know, they flowing. What can I say? I can't even say, oh, that shit is trash. Yeah, I flowing. am not saying that. I I'm saying, I'm saying it's a setting for it. You know what I'm saying? Like Ubon was saying, he's a strip club advocate. Hey, it's all good there. It's all good there. 
Yeah. But, but I don't want to. I don't want to. And I'm I'm sorry because I got it again. I said I got a different element that I bring into it. I don't want to come in and hear my daughter singing that. That's that's the part that's got me. Like I can't be like, oh yeah, girl, we about to be, you know, I'm I'm in the car playing this and me and her, you know, nodding our head to it. That shit ain't happening. Right. Nah, but but that's where but that's where the parenting comes in, right? Mm-hmm. You're not gonna allow your daughter to listen to that shit in front of you and you act like it's not like that shit didn't just come on but your 13 year old daughter now keep in mind this is coronavirus so i can't really you know i can't really say that that you know things are happening now like they normally would but has she been in school and you know with her friends somebody undoubtedly would have been able to be like yo you got to hear this shit this shit right oh, here. oh they didn't heard it already they done heard it's it not- already is what i'm saying they and i'm cringing like ah oh, i'm cringing yeah but but again, I can't knock those ladies for they lane the lane that they in. That's the lane that they're in. Remember, I started off by saying it's an audience for everything, and that's the so, lane yeah. that they rocking. But here here's what I'm saying though, guys. Like more now than ever, because because of the um, speed in which and the accessibility in which information gets out, it's more up to the parents to get there and be the buffer between the content, right? And how our kids receive it. For me, I have, um, you know, my oldest kid is 18. So he's, you know, he's more so damn near world ready. But um, I have an eight, a seven year old turn. He's turning eight and he likes rap music. You know, he he plays he plays little league sports. And when he's playing football and they out there practicing or they out there in a the game, you know, like they bumping rap music. So, like, you know, he loves little baby. He loves little Mozzie. He loves um, little Tekka. All the Lils, all the Lils. He loves all of them. You know what I mean? And I let him I let him listen to the music. I don't I don't I don't censor what he listens to, but at the house, I'm reinforcing positive, you know, positive behavior. Um, under you know, reinforcing like the, the difference between reality and what he sees in rap or what he sees on video games, you know what I'm saying, what he sees in movies, things like that. So I'm building, you know, and, and, and grooming a respectable young man, you know what I'm saying, that can that can see the difference between reality and see the difference between between the music and reality or the movies and reality or the video games and reality now i know that that sucks because everybody doesn't have the background or everybody doesn't have the 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 um the support and the structure at home yeah to be able to you know make those decisions but i can you know speaking for myself i feel more comfortable with letting him listen to or letting my kids listen to you know whatever they listen to or watch certain things because i know that i'm here to to provide that structure and support yeah i mean but it's a double-edged sword man it's It's a double-edged sword because uban you a strip club advocate (laughs) if you had a daughter is it cool for your you cool with your daughter being a stripper and uh, say that again i said you a strip club advocate right Correct. If your daughter grows up and she is now a stripper, are you cool with that? See, the, the good thing about that is I don't have any daughters, so I don't. I, and I don't I, live. I, I, I know. I know exactly. I knew he was going. I knew. I knew, I knew he was going to take that. I knew he was going to take that. I knew he was going to take that plane out. No, 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 brother. If you had a daughter, yeah, uh-huh. I knew he was going to do that. I knew he was going to do that. It just goes. How old I am because I come from the era when when something came on TV and it was like looked like it was a titty or something. You looking like this? You had, little, you had the crease in the finger, like. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> we went from that to now we're watching WAP on TV. Children are watching it, and it eyes wide open. They got TikTok reenacting yeah. it. That's what they yeah, are doing. Like, oh, <laughs> on TikTok doing the right. whatever happened in the video and exactly. all that. That's all I'm saying. Hey, Uban, y'all got a family full of boys. So I'm trying to think. Do you have yeah. nieces? So, uh, you know, my uh, and my sister Anno just had a had just had a daughter. Yeah, Anno just oh, had yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Okay, first, first girl. We got nothing but boys, man. Nothing but young savages out here. So I don't live in the hypotheticals. Okay, I live in absolutes and realities, and I don't have any daughters. So it's a conversation that it won't. It's not gonna fall on me the same way it will fall on somebody else that may have daughters, right? And I'm I'm totally okay with that. I respect that. But what I'm saying is. I don't think that because we have more access to music now that now we have to censor our artists more. Right. So where Lil Kim could come out on the album uh, on the cover of Hardcore with the pussy shot 
you know, on the cover of the album. Like mm-hmm. we used to come. I remember we, we were in high school and there used to be a debate like, damn, is that real? Or is she put a sock in there? What's going on? Like <laughs> we were having a conversation in high school off an album cover. So it's always been there. Right. Mm-hmm. The, the, the sensationalization in rap music of, you know, the female body um, and, you know, female, the, the, the male and female relationship has always been there in rap music. But generally, it's been the guys talking about the women. You talk about Uncle Luke. Oof. You talk about you talk about an era where Freaknik was 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 glorified to where it was it was known that at Freaknik you gonna you might meet some random chick and it's gonna go down and you never see her again. But it's okay because it's Freaknik. Like that was a thing. It's always been a thing. And it was kids in high school, kids in junior high that was getting ready. Like, yo, I can't wait till I get till I'm 18, till I get out of high school and I'm ready to shoot out there and go, you know, go go run up on freak nigga, go up to the uh black uh black bike week, you know what I'm saying? Where we on the motorcycles and the chicks is you know throwing ass on the <laughs> Uban, I ain't saying censor it. I'm not saying censor it. You heard me again. When I started, I said it's a lane for everything. I'm not saying censor it. I'm saying rock out to that shit if you with it. It's just again, you know, you take you taking the lane out by saying you ain't got a daughter. Okay, I don't know if you would look at your niece that way and feel the same way. Whatever. I'm just saying that I, you know, there's certain things in certain settings. You know, it's cool in certain settings, and it ain't cool in the other one. But again, like y'all said, that's where the parenting comes in. But am I saying censor? Nah, not necessarily. Again, so those songs that you mentioned are all pre me too movement we got a me too movement we got people cracking down on sexual abuse sexual assault you can't when you put a song out here like i i mean because right now the way i look at it and i could be biased i'm sorry but when women make accusations about men there's no accountability on the woman whether she's telling the truth or whether she's not telling the truth so with all this going on, it just becomes more of a whirlwind when you put this out there. Uh, can can you tell me how you want to pull in WAP to that though? Like where what you're promoting I mean, connection are you drawing to? You you're prom- you're like I mean, you know, I know sex sales, but you're got you. You I get really, what you're saying. You're you're promoting so much sex and 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 provocativeness and um you know Cardi B's lyrics I don't cook I don't clean I still got the ring uh you know because he's smashing she got the wop that's why so what are people people gonna be out there looking for that wop and they trying to get that wop whether it's consensual or whether it's not consensual this is what you create this is what you're feeding into. So you feel that by them exposing themselves in that way, this is what guys are going to look for? Like Some. I think that it opens the door. So guys weren't looking for that already? (laughs) I'm I'm just saying, saying, let's keep it it funky, though. Let's keep it funky, though. (laughs) So I'm not not saying that guys aren't looking for that. I'm not saying that guys weren't looking for it before. But, I mean, you're really displaying it now. You really advertising like, like man, I got that wop. Oh, it's so wet. Everybody walk, oh, it's so wet. Like, huh? Whoa. They weren't telling you how wet it was at first, were they? I mean, I mean, again, it look, 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 look. Check it out though. I'm saying it all goes back down to setting. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. She's dope. No, you good. You good. It all goes down to setting. You don't want your girl with the dap or the dop, right? <laughs> so you do want the what? F- you want, right. you want I just feel that. like it's, it's a certain level of confidence, and I don't feel that women should not feel confident about whatever, being sexual. I think that it's not a woman's responsibility to cover up just because a man could feel some type of way or be lustful. Like, it's not, that's that's unfair, like. It's not a woman's job, right. you know, like that's I don't I can't word it the way I want to. But and again, it goes back to it goes back to that double standard that I kind of double standard. I, yeah, like you I know, don't think that it's fair. The sensationalization of the female body has gone on since rap was since since rap started. OK, um, you want to talk about Luke. 
Uncle Luke and the two live crew. Pop that pussy. Pop pop that pussy. Yeah, it was yeah. it was, and that was in the eighties. She ain't nothing but Uchi Mama. Okay, so you talking about right. uh, Sir Mix a lot? Baby got back. Like it was. It, these are things that like kids were were getting access to, but on a different on a different level. So like I said, the you know. Um, talking about the female body and talking about females and, and, and how they interact with men and how they interact with males has always been a part of rap culture. But I think the difference is we're not used to hearing it from the female's perspective. Now they're taking, mm-hmm. it's like, it's like white people using the word nigger, right? Mm-hmm. And then black people taking that and turning it into nigger. And now we, you know, we get, we've given the word power. So now it's the same thing with the, with the women. Like, we have been talking about women and sex. Sex is sold since the beginning of time. But now women are taking, they're taking into their own hands and saying like, okay, if y'all going to talk about it, let us I'm tell our side. Right. Exactly. Let us tell. Let you want- Okay. And, I, and, and again, but Uban, I think we're all saying certain things in different ways. And the point still stand though, yeah. because I can, you bring up Luke, right? And I'm like, shit, I listen to Luke and I'm out in the, in the, you know, the club or a party and I'm dry humping and doing all I'm doing with this girl while the song playing and this, this and that when I'm younger. But Luke is a man with the message. I still wouldn't want my daughter listening to the man with the message or the woman with the message. You know what I'm saying? Like they say, they say music, they say music will speak to your soul. So I always got to be, you know, that's again, the parenting thing comes in. The parenting thing comes in. So I'm not saying they're bad or their music sucks or this, this and that. I'm just saying I got to be some sort of a safeguard because I have things in my life that weren't there when I was 20 something or a teenager because I got kids. And and what I'm saying That's is all. this, man. Uban, go to work and compliment uh, one of your co-workers. Tell her, hey, I know you got that WAP. And see what the hell happens. Her ass go March. <laughs> <laughs> They say that you were harassing her and you're going to be without a job. And then then with a woman, if a woman wears the shirt where she's showing some cleavage and you like, hey, you got some nice titty meat. Watch how her response is (laughs) when you you compliment the titty meat. She might laugh. She just might laugh. Depending on who she is. She might laugh or she might say, oh, you're harassing me. I, why can't I wear something without you? That's definitely harassment. No, no, no. That's the, Here's the difference. That's harassment. Let me, <laughs> let me, let me, let me just put that out there. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that, that is, yes, KP, that is straight harassment. No, no, no. That I, is harassment <laughs> on every day of the week, including Sunday. That's harassment. If you grab your arm and say, hey, give me that to me. That's harassment. <laughs> Say, hey, you got some nice titty. That's assault. <laughs> That's assault. <laughs> you also have freedom of speech. So now freedom of speech is harassment. I, I, yep, and so that's all I'm because they make you sign it. They that, make you sign that, off. That's, that's all I'm saying. It's it's really dicey. So that is it's not yeah. it's not it's not at all. If I go to work and a young lady is showing cleavage in her shirt, okay, with something that she wore, and I look. Because she's in front of me. That's not harassment. Like, yo, I'm going to look, you know, if I, you're my coworker or you're somebody I work with, I'll ha- I'm having a conversation with you. I mean, you are dressed the way you're dressed. I can't control that. Mm-hmm. And I look, that's one thing. Now, if you go and say that that's harassment, that's where HR is going to be like, nah, well, you, what did he do? He looked at me. Well, you were, yes. I mean, he's going to look at yeah. you whether you're wearing a t-shirt or you're wearing a blouse or whatever. The way that it is now, Uban, they'll be like, well, how did he look? How were his eyes? Oh, he looked you down. Put, you can't put. You can't. You really can't put a definition on that. Like, because yeah, she could say, "Well, I felt. I, I, I felt like he was gonna attack me. I didn't feel safe." You can use those words, but then again, but then again, that's that's on her. Like, I'm not gonna lose my job with HR because she felt that because she wore a shirt where her titties were out that I was gonna attack her. Like, did I attack you? No. Did I say anything to you? No. Now, if you're talking about, hey, you got great titty meat and let me grab you. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, now, march in the HR and get me, get me the fuck up out of there. I'm like, 
I'm like, yo, there's freedom of speech, but you know what to say and what not to say. Like, if you blatantly walking up, damn near drooling, talking about it, I like it, didn't you? It's a rat. You don't have to drool to say you got nice titty meat. Wait, this nigga said we took it extreme, but he introduced the titty meat. All I'm saying, I look at individual, and, and I know y'all about to be like, man, you're taking it extreme. But I mean, look at a situation like Emmett Till where he was whistling at a woman. I'm, mm. I'm just saying Emmett Till. In a situation of Emmett Till when he was whistling at a woman and this dude was beat to death. You well, I, I mean, that's I, a, that is a way to sober the situation here because th- yeah. that is a that that's a good did point. actually happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like I uh, it, these I just think that that song with the video is it, it could be dangerous. Okay, so okay. and they're flowing on that song. They are flowing. Mm-hmm. So I I do mm-hmm. want to put that out there. And say that yeah. I mean, so again, you know, differences of opinion, but a lot of it sounds to me um, there's some agreeance on certain levels, though. Yeah. Like there is some agreeance like, hey, man, you know, the song is a song is hot. It's doing its thing. Right. You know, they are artists expressing themselves. You know, you can't knock them for that. Right. You know, just different different elements, depending on where you are in your life and who's there, daughters, all that kind of stuff. It may be a different kind of scenario for you. Okay. Okay. So DP, it, yeah. it was it was a it was a question that followed that, right? So and and this is gonna really help me understand what everybody's what everybody's personal take is. Is there a double standard when it comes to freedom of of expression in hip hop? Yes, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Expound. Just like how you said. Uncle Luke could say what he wanted to say, but this song is causing so much controversy. But even even bigger, guys can talk about whatever they want to talk about. But we make a song about something that these two make songs about all the time. They just decided to come together and make a song. And now it's a problem. Would you rather have the guys who's talking about killing each other and whatever, which leads to destruction? Or would you rather have women talking about sex, which leads to reproduction? It's like absolutely a double standard. I I, I agree 100%. Um, like I said, you know, we've sensationalized the female body in rap since I was born. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is 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 it's just the fact that we're getting it from a different vantage point. Right. I don't think we're ready to hear that. But Snoop Dogg, if I you know, I can quote a bunch of Snoop Dogg, like, I mean, have you ever, have you ever had some bomb pussy? He was. They literally had a song called "Bomb Ass Pussy." Yeah. Do you not remember? I, I'm saying this. Yes, there is a double standard. That's why you didn't hear me say they should not be putting their message out. Nah, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that they should be censored or anything like that. Like I do believe that there's a double standard, and if you really break it down, the shit is unfair that a woman can't say what she wants to say and all of this stuff without getting more scrutiny than a man would. But when you gave me the scenario of whether it be Snoop, Luke, you know, Cardi B, you know, Megan Thee Stallion, whoever, I'm still looking at it now that I'm in a different space with my daughter. I just don't want her to be on those messages. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. Like, Regardless. it's all good. I may right. even listen to the motherfucker, but not her. but is there a double standard? Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. I definitely, I definitely think it's a double standard. But that goes back to the male dominant industry, right? It all ties into the whole thing. So it's like, how does a woman successfully maneuver in that space? When you question yourself, it's like it's easy for somebody to manipulate you into doing what they want you to do. And that's why a lot of women probably are taking a more sexual route when it comes to music, because a lot of people are probably telling them that's the only thing that's going to make them successful. It could be their truth, too, though. Maybe they just want to talk about the WAP and, and, and uh, you know what I'm saying? That may be their truth. I love Cardi B's come up because I love it. I felt like there was something organic, like it was authentic, like there was no I truly, truly love like, it. Like I feel like when stuff like this happened, I hate it because people forget that these are people that actually bring other things to the table. That's not all they have to offer. Just like you said, I we watched Cardi B come from loving hip hop, funny as hell, silly as mm-hmm. hell, getting us with her just strictly personality. 
we ain't seen the titty. Well, we did the yep. little titty, but we ain't see the whole body. But just yep. raw personality. She came up off of that, and now she's doing what she actually want to do. Where's the problem in it? She came from the bottom. Yep. Where's the problem in that? This is what we all want to do from the bottom. Where's the problem in it? And and now the the criticism is, I had one of my partners. I ain't gonna call him out, but he's like, oh my gosh, how the fuck is Cardi B interviewing Joe Biden? You know, Cardi B sat down and interviewed uh, Bernie Sanders before. But, you know, if you ever if you ever listen to her, I listened to her in a couple of interviews. Hell yeah. I listened to her in a couple of interviews. And, um, you know, she's a so like she's in the politics. You know, she's in the history, like shit like that. So, like, it's not like all she knows is stripping and making money. That was the way she was. She listen. She, by her own admission, came up in the strip clubs like that was a way to get out. And it's no different. Yeah, it's no different than the nigga that she had a strategic plan. Right, uh, exactly. It ain't. Uh, I think he was about to say, if I'm if I'm correct, Ubang, it ain't no different than a dude who was on the corner slanging, and then he get up and now he talking about the drugs. He correct, sold exactly, and exactly. I was just about to say that. Like that's the it's the equivalent. But you gotta you gotta stay down till you come up. But un- until then, like, listen, man, food's got to be put on the table. Money's got to be made. You have got to survive. It is still this is still the jungle. We still living in the jungle and. You know what I'm saying? Motherfucker, if you don't kill, you don't eat. So I, by by when motherfuckers say by any means, like you got to live that shit. Like, bro, I got to get it how I got to get it. If I don't know any other way right now to go get it and this is my only means of getting it, I'm going to use that shit to go get it. And we accept that shit when it's a dude talking about his circumstances. But females, listen, it's it, there is no it's, it's no uh, sugarcoating it. Sex has always sold, even in prehistoric times. Sex has sold. Uh, first, yeah, first job ever for a woman. Prostitution. Yeah. So yep. if a woman says, "I'm going to use that to come up until I can do what I want to do," like you know, people people laugh about this shit, but it is some chicks, and even back in the day, it's chicks that came up in the strip club and they really working their way through college, or they got other jobs and they just doing it so they can get on. You know, if you go to a strip club and what people don't understand, they think that it's just people just ducking off and having sex in little, you know, in, 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 in crazy cuts and corners, you'll probably have a conversation with a stripper that like, it's like, yo, like I'm in college to do X, Y, and Z, or yeah, my day job, I work with the news, I work at the newspaper company or whatever, like, like these motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. And then you'll be like, oh shit. Like I thought you was just a, you know, a bimbo, but nah, You're like, a person. yeah, like motherfucker got some substance about him. And again, I say that as somebody that has gone to the strip club, Somebody that would sit there over a cocktail and just have a drink with a perfect stranger that, you know what I'm saying, and just hear their story. And they, they they some of the coolest people to talk to because, like, how the fuck can they look at you sideways when they out here, you know, when they stripping? Everybody's, you know, it's a it's an open conversation. You can have real conversation. It's, it's organic and it's real. So, exactly. so again, I'm, that's just, but that's just my two cents. You know what I mean? I agree with you. I do. Ubon be giving the strippers counseling. <laughs> <laughs> He be in there like Dre. So, so tell me when it all started. <laughs> hey, hey, what Wesley Snipes say? If I don't take care of my people, who will? Oh, you know, hey man, each one teach one. So, so look, look, let, let's. I am done. Let's kind of bring it full circle. Then let's bring it full circle with all of these elements in the pot all of this stuff going on, what would you say or or how do you feel the state of hip hop is for women? I just, like I said earlier, I feel like the industry really makes it hard for us to coexist. You have to, um, like you come into the industry as a woman, people feel the need to pick a side or they just can't accept you for what you are. Like me, for instance, I get people all the time who tell me I should be more sexual. So it's like, it's different for us. It really is. It's, it's, I don't think that we're as diverse when it comes to uh, the industry, the women part of the industry as uh, the male part. Like, they have a lot of men that's popping right now. They don't have a lot of women rappers that's popping right now, like really popping. It's always only one at a time. And I don't feel like it should be that way, but that's what it is. Hmm. That's how I feel about the industry. Well, I mean, if you you said one thing diverse, if I look at the male side of the game, is there when we talking about hip hop, is there really a lot of diversity? Um, I know now there's more of a, you know, drug use and all of that kind of stuff. But it's like, is there still that element of, of you got to be tough and, and hardcore to be a uh, an MC? Or do you think that that's going out the window? 
Oh, that's definitely going out the window. I think the whole dynamics of the rap industry is totally different from like the nineties. Like the like morally, it's not the same. It's not the same. Um, I think that they lot of, they let a lot of shit slide now compared to before. And I think that um, what I feel is like it seems like a lot more people come into it with a different mindset. Like it's a game to them. Hmm. Like it's just a check. They prostitute and they talents. I don't like that. To get paid. <laughs> hmm It's a lot of soul souls. Less authenticity, you think, than there was yes. before? Absolutely. Absolutely. And they take into um it's just all about hype now. What's cool? What looks cool? They just taking everything for face value. Like me personally, when I check out an artist, I be wanting to know how I connect to that artist personally. If that person is an authentic person, they don't care about that shit now. Nah. Right. So um I'd say that for me, and this is personally for me, I think that um this is like um for women, I think this is or you know the state of women in hip-hop for me i think this is like uh liberation for women right now right and they're they're taking on the stance that we're gonna talk about what the fuck we want to talk about and we don't give a fuck if you like it or not right and in the beginning like city girls when they first came out i'm like man these little motherfuckers is kind of crazy but it's their reality like you listen to them in interviews they like yo we want hood niggas we want dope grilling hood niggas. Like if you ain't a dope dealer, if you ain't a hood nigga, if you can't handle a a, a, a chick that's gonna talk back to you, like we don't we ain't fucking with y'all. And I was like, yo, that's kind of that's a bold statement, but it's their it's their reality. Right. It's like, yo, this is what I want. You know what I'm saying? This is what I see, this is this is what I want, and I'm not gonna hide right. that shit behind you know, behind the rap game. And their music speaks to it. Um, I think one of my favorite songs for them, um, the shit called Flewed Out. It's called Flewed Out with little, with little Baby. Mine is season. Little Baby on it too, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel me? So it's just like, but in, in the song Flewed Out, they talking about, you know what I mean? Like, a, like you, heard, you, heard, you heard the saying like, oh, I'm about to get, you know, I flew this bitch out or like I'm about to get, or a chick saying mm-hmm. I'm about to get flew out. Like, you know, dude finna break me off. I'm finna come hang out with him for a weekend. We gonna fuck. He gonna break me off with some money or, or take me shopping to do some shit or whatever. So they talk about that shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, she In the song, she talks about how, you know, like she posts the shit that the nigga buys, but she won't post a picture of the nigga. Like, it's like certain, she giving you the blueprint on how to do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll post the food, but won't post the nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's rules to the shit, like, and she she tell a nigga like, if you if you break those rules, then the deal's over. Like, you laughing it's, it's, pretty it's hard. She's dope, but she laughing pretty hard. I, I tell you, she laughing hard over here. <laughs> like, you better know the rules. You better know the rules, nigga. <laughs> no, 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 no. See, don't break the rules, nigga. Yeah, but not. Nah, it's like it's like it's like they living in their reality and they're not sugarcoating that shit for anybody. So, you know, and they're still, I, I think there's still like a, a, a nice little, a nice little melting pot of a female artist, um, Tierra Wack out of Philly, um, cash doll out the D. Yep. I love cash doll. Yep. Um, um, you talk about, uh, like Rhapsody. We talked about her. Earlier. We get some balance. Young M.A.? Young M.A., exactly. Young M.A., she's spitting like a nigga. Bro, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, Listen, mm-hmm. for real, coming harder than some of them, for real. Yeah, yeah. So, you're getting, you're getting a combination of everything and, you know, you have options. Um, And even, uh, what, you, uh, you ever listen to Melly? No. Nope. Uh, young, young, young artist. Um, I seen her, the first time I, I think I ever seen her was on, um, was on, uh, Meek Mill's Motivation Tour. He came out to L.A. and she, um, cause shit, Meek Mill, <laughs> Quiet as cap. I think Meek Mill had two, like had Melly on his tour. He had Cash Doll on his tour. You know what I mean? Like, you know, he big up for the Meek Mill be big enough for the uh for the female rappers too. So I just feel like there's a lot of there's a lot of different styles. And I think for the first time um in a long time, I think female rappers are standing up for one another. You know, you're seeing a lot of collaborations, you're seeing a lot of them, you know, like that, like that Cardi B and that Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion joint. That's a huge collaboration. Two of the top women in hip hop at the moment. Hell yeah, hell yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. You can't hate on that. Yeah, and even and, and you gotta you gotta give them credit because even Cardi B and Nicki Minaj tried it. They tried. <laughs> they tried to collab um, on Motorsport. They tried to do it. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, but they, you know, them them two being the top two, the top two in hip hop. Like they're, right they're the top of the food chain is Nicki Minaj and Cardi B. I think that it's just like a Jay and Nas. Like we just can't get along because we both vying for the number one spot. I take Beyonce out because Beyonce's a singer. But but as far as the competition though, like isn't that healthy? Like at the at the at the top at the top of the at the top of the charts, you know what I'm saying? What old boy from the five heartbeats says lonely at the top. Like I don't want to share I don't want to share like, the top. Bro, spot like, and that's the thing is the spot you're meant you made up the spot. You made up a spot. There is no spot. I know who I am. I am the spot. What do you mean? I can go I can stand next to you as a woman. I'm not intimidated by the next woman. I don't feel like I'm in competition with you because I'm in competition with who I was yesterday. Yeah. I'm still whooping on yeah, her. Yeah. So uh, this is not a competition. And that's what, what I hate about it. It has to be a competition with women. It's, it shouldn't be. Well, I mean, in the same breath, though, er- earlier we said uh, one of the elements of hip hop is competition, right? But but friendly competition. I mean, like, you can have friendly competitions. But, I mean, I, I get it. I get it. It's the game. It's, it come with it. I'm just saying, no, that I feel like I, I'm so big on trying to unify the women. You feel me? That's where I'm at with it. I feel like my perception of it is just different because of where I am with it, how I came into the industry feeling. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Any, uh, any final thoughts? I definitely want to thank y'all for having me on the show. I had a, I'm having a good time. Y'all cool as hell. I'm happy about that. So that's making it a lot easier for me. Um, I love what you guys do for our culture. The topics you touch on is important. And I think that's my final thoughts. Well, I'll be the first to say thank you. Uh, we appreciate you taking the time out of your schedule. You know what I'm saying? To, to tell your story and bring a, you know, shed some light on some different things from a woman's perspective. Because you got three you know, knuckleheads always, you know, <laughs> button heads on here talking and rolling topics out and all that kind of stuff. But it's 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 actually refreshing, you know what I'm saying, oh, to get a woman's perspective on some things. So, you know, thank you, actually. I, I appreciate it. Have me back anytime. And I and I'll tell you like this, you know, you know, you family, even though we just met for the first time. Oh no, um, we family. We got we got ties. We got we got ties. We, got, so, we tied in. You know, so hit me yeah. anytime and I'm yeah, on. Yeah, Listen, yeah. what's the topic? We there. That's what's up. You know what I'm saying? I, I truly, truly appreciate your time and, and your insight. And um, this has been one of this in a time that we're in a time that we're in right now where, you know, it's like nothing but negativity and, yes. you know, uh, social injustice and coronavirus yeah. and all the other shit. Like to have a conversation like this and it's, it's lighthearted, uplifting. Um, it was it was yes. a good it was a good look. I agree. I agree. I want to thank you as well, Kayla, aka He's Dope. Um, thank you, you know for having that me. I've already went on Instagram and I'm already following you. Awesome. Yeah, when you see, when you see my comments under under stuff that you post <laughs> and like, <laughs> let me follow back. Hey, you got the you got the um you got the boutique popping right. Listen. Hey, throw out your social media again. Throw out all your handles and then anything that you're involved in and you want to get out there to the folks, lay, lay it out there right now. Go ahead. Okay. My Facebook is DOP3. My Instagram is underscore S-H-E-S-D-O-P-3 underscore. My Twitter is S-H-E-S-D-O-P-3. That is all for my um social media. I just opened up my boutique this month. It's called She's Dope Boutique. And you can find it under www.she'sdopeshop.com. So let me spell it out. www.shesdop3shop.com. Okay, it looks like you got the, the boutique for that. I mean, the IG page for the boutique too, right? You're right. I I'm, see I'm, it right I'm here. Sorry. I'm about to follow right now. Please do. So the um, the boutique page is on Instagram and Facebook, both S-H-E-S-D-O-P-3 dot B-O-U-T-I-Q-U-E. Mm-hmm. I'm following that right now. Folks, thank if you're listening, y'all should be following all of these as well. Thank you. Thank you. It's a lot, but follow them all. Or you, if you want to make it easy, just Google my name and all of it should pop up. All of it. With a queen, with a goddess, fucking no time to be modest, ducking all lies, but they coming, something high, climb from that bottom, huh? 
Something in me won't let me Lose the soul that they envy so much Keep going harder, I'm never gonna slow up I've been at my lowest, I only can go up from here Thanks for making that clear All praise to the most, I tell the universe that I hear And I'ma listen, I've been on a mission Encouraged to get everything that I said It's my daily bread, I stand on my word It's put on it next to the memories dead And I mean that, feel like Harriet The way I'm breaking free It's only right that I open your eyes To all the shit y'all couldn't see Who would I be if I didn't lead the way And if I sat and pacified you with It's all gonna be okay Swear to God, it's on my life That we gon' fight it to the grave Funny how they kick us down And think we gon' forget the pain Bet you don't forget my name This some dope shit, I'm no Moses I was chosen, just a black girl from the trenches Rockin' the crown, that's bring me Closer to the truth, them in that verse, me and you buried alive, but then we grew. All that pressure made us golden, that's the truth. What you gonna do with that info? I just wanna do what I'm in for. Always say it's deeper than rap, but I swear this shit deep as a freak Just imagine being buried in the dirt, never thinking it might be best, but all you know is that it hurts. Heavy thoughts of being forgotten got you thinking about the worst, but once you make it out the mind, you see the truth and what you're worth. Just imagine being buried in the dirt, never thinking it might be best, but all you know is that it hurts. Heavy thoughts of being forgotten got you thinking about the worst, but once you make